Hey, Tom. Hey. D Tom? Let me try this again. Uh, uh, Long Island. Toboggan is a sled and not a hat. Who did, uh, who did I call tonight? What's happening? I'll tell oh, you what, man. It's my first day. <laughs> See, I'll tell you what's happening. Uh, Tom is on assignment this evening. Uh, so, Ooh. yes, we have a special special guest timekeeper here in the building tonight. Not in the building, but on our Skype hotline. Uh, it's none other than our friend, uh, Kane's Prospects, Matt Soma. Hi. Just like Angel Garza on Raw, I will probably be gone after one episode. Raffle. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> he's made it two we're two now uh well, that's, that's, that's okay. i'm off to a great start that's, that's still a good joke yeah. we should just had you on last week would have been perfect yeah perfect. yeah it's it's actually your fault i think yeah well blame tom <laughs> we can blame everything on tom since he's not here tonight yeah he's not here to defend himself so we're all good right uh brought matt in tonight because he is a uh, huge nxt fan so, and what are we going to do tonight? We're going to talk about NXT Portland from this past weekend. Sounds great. Sounds it great. It was, everything's great to me. It's my first day. Yeah. Okay. Well, that means you have to, you have to start the show. Oh. So all I need you to do is ring the bell. Can do. You're listening to the Cheaters Never Pin Podcast, a proud part of the Section 328 Network, bringing you all the best in wrestling from WWE, New Japan, and beyond. Now, live from ringside, it's Mr. Workrate and JC. Oh, buddies. It's Ooh. the Cheaters Never Pin Podcast. I'm JC. You're here next to me at the commentary pit. Uh, damn it. I can't even do it right when Tom's not here. Let's try that again. This is the Cheaters Never Pin Podcast. Here next to me at the commentary table to the stars is my good buddy, at Kane's Prospects, Matt. Hi. I was overthinking it in my head because I knew I had to change it, and I was just, I had my rhythm down. I just, I botched it. Uh, it happens. I was expecting for this to be a um, professional thing, and uh, is it too late to back out of my contract? Uh, or uh... Tom is the glue that holds this show together. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's now blatantly obvious to everyone at home. <laughs> we're just we're just a mess, but it's fine. Uh, yeah. We're going to get through this. Let's, we're going to keep this one short and sweet tonight. <laughs> so, and I won't... so, yeah, so uh, oh, my bad. that's all right. Tell, tell the people about yourself. Give them your credentials. Tell them, tell them why I'm here. Yeah. Um, hi, I'm Matt. I'm here for a great time. And I don't know. I, I guess I started watching like this summer, I guess. Right. Like when we worked together, yep. I think. Cause you watched, uh, it was, I forget which takeover it was, but, um, it was Shirai versus Baszler for the women's championship. And Shayna still won. I think she retained. Yeah. I can't think of which takeover it was. It was. And I was like, Oh, this sounds kind of interesting. Like I'll get into it. It's probably the one and, in yeah. uh, LA. The one uh, SummerSlam weekend would be the summer one. Yeah, summer it was. Weekend. It was definitely SummerSlam weekend because you said you were going to go home and watch it then tonight. There you go. Uh, that's right. Yes. And then um, I think what really like got me into it because um, I didn't. I was still not watching it for a few weeks. So like I guess 
you taught me told me about the 24 7 championship which is just hilarious but also kind of dumb but it's great it's, well it was it was i miss it so yeah that's the so i guess yeah and so pretty much exclusively nxt and a handful of other like just fun wwe things i guess i don't know cool well then we brought you in on the, the perfect week here to talk about uh yeah nxt takeover portland um it was a takeover so you know it was good <laughs> it, it was entertaining i'll say that yeah i i would say it's probably one of if not my favorite wwe pay-per-view overall in the last two or three years that's that's pretty bold yeah, I mean, it was just, it was strong top to bottom, even compared to all the other takeovers that have happened since then, which we always extol the virtues of here. Um, uh, okay, thanks, Apple Watch. Apple Watch. Um, don't know what happened there. Everything is falling apart today. Um, yeah, just, there was just something about the pacing of it was right. The variety in the matches were right. I, I have issues with it. We'll get into those match by match. Um, but overall, it's, I mean, it's a 4.9 out of 5. That's, the, yeah, I mean, the, you can't really get much better than that. I think match to match, it was really solid in all honesty. Like, I don't know, still like a pretty new fan, I guess. But, you know, I was entertained throughout all of it. And I think the way they built everything up, um, and I think some of the major storylines that they created from the match, or from some of the matches, they're they're pretty they're pretty intriguing. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, like I'm interested. It's gonna be interesting to have this discussion with someone who's not as jaded and cynical to this entire business as I am at this point. Everything's great to me. Yeah, so <laughs> it'll be an interest. It's a change of pace around here where it's usually just me and Tom being like, "This sucks. This sucks." Where's my NWA? My original NWA. But you know, yeah, woe is me. Yeah. Let's start. Let's start running down this card here. Start with the. Uh, did you watch the pre-show? Uh, no. Okay. I, to be honest, um, didn't even know that that was a thing for this one, and that's again, I'm. It's my first day. That's all right. Um, the only thing from the pre-show I want to call out was they had Charlie and Sam Roberts and Mansoor doing that. Mansoor's a real dude. He held himself well there. I'm very happy with that, and I can't wait till they really kind of start working him into NXT more. Because he's not a bad wrestler either. Yeah, he's he's only showed up, I think, in maybe one or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they haven't used him there much, but he had the big match in Saudi Arabia last time against Cesaro. Or maybe it was two ago, I don't remember. Which, of course, they're putting the guy from KSA on the card. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I th- he's got he's got the charisma. He's It feels like he's got the X factor. Like, I think he has, I can feel the potential in him to be a superstar. I'll take your word for it. I I, I really yeah. can't speak on it. I didn't watch right. the pre-show. Yeah. I just want to make that note. Uh, so we open the night with Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic. Keith Lee winning in 20 minutes and 20 seconds. Oh, are you surprised that Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic had a good match, Matt? Um, <laughs> in all, no. Absolutely right. not, because Keith Lee is the greatest and needs to win all of the trophies, uh, or the belts. Belts. <laughs> there are trophies in wrestling. That's true, the Dusty Cup. There are other trophies but in wrestling. He, you WWE yeah. Mark. Yeah, 
that's that's what it is. <laughs> um, he needs to win all of the belts. The NXT Championship, absolutely for Keith Lee. The Raw Championship, Keith Lee. SmackDown, Keith Lee. The Women's Championship, Keith Lee. Tag Team, Keith Lee. Everything. We've, he he's the greatest, and I we, love him. We've moved past men holding the women's belts. This is this is not the Attitude Era, Matt. It can be. Or yeah, well, it's Keith Lee. Bask in his glory as your new women's champion. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. I think I said this, I coined the phrase "big boy banger" last week about this. Uh, it certainly was a big boy banger. I still don't suggest you Google that. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's as good. Yeah, it's as good as every other one of their matches we've ever seen. Right? It's you get the the shock of every time of. Lee being as you know athletic and agile as he is for for a dude his size, and of course, uh, Tajikovic is just a a brawler who can do it all too. So you get two big dudes going in there stealing the show from the start, which was nice. Did this match steal the show? No, but it's still a really good match. And Not... it didn't drag either. No, because um, the problem I have with some matches, and I know some other people, at least from what I've heard, you know, have problems with like the NXT. Like the the false uh, like the count out thing where you know they always go to two and then kick out, but in all honesty, like this match didn't drag it. Felt I don't know. I was entertained throughout the whole thing. There, and I mean, I, I part was, of it is me just loving Keith Lee. Yeah, well, that's fair. There's we're, there's a Finn Balor match in this card. You're not going to hear me say anything bad when we get to that, so don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> I. I do have an issue, and this is this is a, a running issue with NXT in general in, at takeovers. Um, I don't know that issue is the right word either, but there were a lot of false finishes in every match, which you were just yeah. talking about, and they do get kind of bad after a while. You're just like, all right, and it, it pops the crowd. Like it's obviously working. They they know what they're doing is the you know in ring psychology. They know that way better than I do because they work it every day. Um, this match I didn't feel as big of an issue with it as I did in the main event. Um, but yeah, that's it's always that's always kind of been an NXT issue and even an indie issue, which is where it comes to NXT from. So yeah, luckily it at least was still entertaining. Yeah. Um, you got a pen and some paper. I'll I'll tell you the best match between these two ever. And, and how to watch it. Sure. So, uh, PWG, which at the time of this match was based in a, uh, was it, damn it, American Legion. I can't believe I almost played that in Reseda, California. Then I'll actually okay. do like a theater in LA. Uh, from Battle of Los Angeles, which is like their big three day tournament every year. Uh, from day three, Keith Lee and Donovan Dijak. PWG Battle of Los Angeles 2017. I'll have it's, to check that out. That is that is probably my favorite of their matches ever. Is it on the YouTubes? Maybe. I mean, PWG, you don't know this. PWG doesn't stream any of their events. They only sell DVDs and Blu-rays. Wow. But I'm sh sure it can be found. But support, <laughs> support indie wrestling. <laughs> All right, good match there. Match number two, the street fight between Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox. 
13 minutes and 24 seconds. I would say it felt longer than that. Yeah. I I, sure. I, I think part of that, this is, uh, we were slightly talking about this before we started recording, but uh, this was the weakest match on the card. Not that yeah. this, not that this was a bad match. I think what kind of took me out, there were some sloppy moments here and there. You had some things happen. The, the two that spring to mind, of course, number one, the final uh, top rope powerbomb, I think it was powerbomb, uh, into the table where the table did not break and Tegan Knox just smashed her head into it. Yeah. Not fun. Uh, no. Uh, number two, we obviously didn't think the gaff tape spot where Dakota Kai gaff taped and they kept calling it duct tape. And as someone with a theater degree, it drove me freaking crazy. Took the gaff tape. Uh, Cause that's what you used to tape Marley and padding down. Like they use um, taped her to the ring post. And I think she was supposed to get a few kind of running kicks in. Uh, the second one, <laughs> Tegan Knox sold it so hard. She ripped the tape. <laughs> Like, yeah which i mean made for a good moment but i was like i don't think that was supposed to happen because even dakota kind of turns around and looks at her like oh vamp, time, yeah. time to vamp there was definitely like an oh crap moment uh for sure at that point and i mean for what it's worth i didn't love this match when i first saw it um it was in it was it was fun and i think it was really good to kind of build and continue to build their story but it just it just felt lacking substance to me. I don't know. I don't know what I was missing. But then I watched it again probably about like an hour ago. And I have to say, like it definitely was a match that grew on me. Um Yeah, I mean it's and I this whole match type in current WWE, any kind of street fight, no holds barred, I quit, whatever, there's something to be said for not allowing the wrestlers to get color during the match it yeah. just it especially in a feud like this where i mean it's a blood feud right not you know not yeah. a, a pun intended here uh or they just want to tear each other apart and i'm all i'm all for cleaning up the sport in general and kind of keeping that out just for the safety of the performers and the audience and everything um I don't think I don't know that that was one of the issues. A little color here wouldn't have been bad, but it's also the second card, uh, second match on the card. You don't want to pull that out then, right? Seems early. Yeah, Seems early. It, it it certainly was not a Steve Austin uh, match. Yes, this was not WrestleMania 13 at all. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, you know, who knows when we get to take over at Mania weekend? I guess there isn't a takeover Mania weekend. We have a World's Collide. No, that was. Rumble weekend. My brain. Is there, there definitely is a takeover. There is. My brain. I just came back from three days in Nashville where I don't know. I could count the the, the amount of time I was sober in minutes in three days. Um, so my brain is still recovering. Yeah. Uh, so I'm piecing my life back together. But I mean, it, I mean, it was a fine match. I mean, they brought out all the gimmicks. That was fun. Everybody hit their and finishers. It was cool to see yeah. Raquel Gonzalez make an appearance. Um, I have not watched NXT from this week yet, so I don't know what the payoff for that is. Uh, if 
which I'm sure they went ahead and tidied that up this week. I would. Yeah, I definitely didn't get to watch this this week's either. Yeah. Um, you know, being at school and all, I uh, don't have a whole lot of time for that. Yeah, that's all right. But good match overall. I give it, you know, give it a three and a half out of five. Yeah, that's, that's fine. around where that's I, would, perfectly fine. I would probably, perfectly. yeah. I'm not going to go into like more complex uh, fractions than that. I don't, this isn't math. I so see you want to put some analytics on it. Do you want to create analytics for, for wrestling? Yeah. What's, what's the Corsi four percentage for wrestling? <laughs> uh, next up in, was this the longest match of the night? No, second longest match of the night. Of course it wasn't because the main event, uh, 27 minutes, 22 seconds. Finn Balor defeats Johnny Gargano. I was very happy at the outcome of this. Of course you were. I'm very happy now, given what happened at the end of the match and seeing what a shithead that Gargano is. (laughs) We'll get to that. Um, Yeah, spoilers, JC. Gosh. Yeah, it's it's 2020 and this is the internet. You got 20 minutes to figure out what happened. (laughs) (laughs) You you might just Google it right now. If if. If the promotion is sending out sending out gifts incl- of everything that happens, including the finish as it happens, I got no problem with it. Yeah. Um. It's just yeah, you had two incredible workers out there, just tearing up, and you've got your we're back to you know, Prince Finn. We're back to you know, Prince Fergal Devitt out there, which I'm so glad is back. Like I loved the demon, and I loved Babyface. Finn Balor, right? I like I've got no problem with any of that. I think it it ran its course though, and I think bringing him into NXT and kind of putting him back into that persona was the right call because it's kind of what what NXT needed. I mean, there's not a, I mean, I guess you could count Adam Cole, but him being in a stable, I kind of deal with that a little differently. But just the true cocky heel. Yeah, I'd definitely say that Finn's probably the heliest heel in NXT right now and I mean yeah Adam Cole I, I don't he's a heel ish but I, he's definitely not on the same level as Finn um, it's just the one thing you know and like I, I liked this match a lot uh, 27 minutes though it definitely there were some moments where I was like alright guys come on see I, I disagree with that because these two are such good technicians that, and they have such a, a a breadth of knowledge of the business and entering psychology that they can, they can have those kind of down moments. They know how to play the crowd up and down in order to be able to give you that moment as a, as a fan to breathe. Right. Cause you're sitting there for three hours and it's just go, 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 go. By the time you get to a main event, your crowds burn out. And, while every performer wants to be the best one on the card, if you're going out third, don't get heat for yourself by trying to upstage the main event. Fair. Um, yeah. so use use your knowledge to be able to have the best match you can, like have that crowd pop the loudest at the end, but don't tire them out during during the match. And I mean, you go out there knowing how much knowing how much time you have too. So if you know you got to make them sit there for almost half an hour, you got to make it worth their time. Work, yeah, work with it. And I think they did. I mean, you you could you could graph that match out beat by beat, and I mean it was that was 
as pretty of a what you would want to show someone as they're training to wrestle like here's kind of how you put a match together match right yeah for sure so that's what i loved about that one it was just it was just good wrestling and it's too good work like i have no it was five stars to me like the work was great in the ring they told a great story finn going over in the end was was the correct decision giving where they went after the main event yeah, at first, for sure. as much as a, of a Balor mark as I am, I was like, I really he's really going to win this match? Okay. I'm not going to complain. Yeah, but I definitely thought that Johnny would. Uh, it'd kind of be like the baby face, like finally triumphing after like so many, kind I guess, of, weeks of just abuse. Yeah, put him back on, kind of back on track. Yeah. But, I, but I mean, it make, you know, that's a great thing about wrestling. Kind of, the story never ends. So... And to kind of put, I thought it would kind of put him over too for, you know, like returning from injury, because I think he had his first solo match. What was it? Like the week before? Yeah, he's kind of been battling some stuff off and on. So, yeah, I mean, my man has a death wish or something with all the match, with all the crazy matches they forth. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, it, it was fun, and, and and as much as you know, like I haven't been. 100% sold on Finn in NXT. I think this this match kind of solidified, like, oh, yeah, I mean, he's a, an incredible performer. It was probably about like a four and a half star thing for me, okay. I'd say. It wasn't quite perfect, but it was it was as good as you want your third match to be. Nice. Well, you know what else will make your life nicer, Matt? What will? It, what will? Our sponsor. And thanks again to Anchor for being the most supportive sponsor and only sponsor of the Cheaters Never Pen podcast. This is where you say thanks, Anchor. Thanks, Anchor. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) But JC, I do think it's time to talk about your, your favorite women's wrestler and their match against Rhea Ripley. Okay. So my girl retained her title, which is good because I knew she would because we're obviously setting up Rhea and Charlotte for Mania, which, which I might die. Phenomenal. I might die. Yeah, I don't know. That's don't like know. a clash of two interests there for you. I, I don't know how you're going to live. Yeah, I want them both to win. Co-champions. It's the exact <laughs> opposite of how I feel whenever Duke and Carolina play a sport against each other, where I want the building to implode and suck blue. everyone in whole. That's fine. Got That's it. Fine. This I just want them both to win. Anyway, we're not talking about Mania yet. We've still got six weeks, I think. Dear God. <laughs> just, just got tired thinking about that five-day span where I don't sleep. Oh, great, I man. do it to myself. Can't wait. And then I hate wrestling for a week. Um, <laughs> uh, Rhea Ripley retained the NXT Women's Championship in 1330 over Bianca Belair. It was like a short match. I think was that the shortest match on the card? Uh, no, Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox was six seconds shorter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so no, Matt, you're wrong. This is why we make the big bucks to talk about wrestling. Okay, I got it. <laughs> um, yeah, the match was match was good. Um, it was a good showcase for Rhea. I hope it got. I always hope NXT gets more eyes on it. That it actually does anyway. I hope more casual fans that just watch 
Raw, watch it, or SmackDown, watch it anyway, because this is obviously going to be a big Mania match. I have a feeling they'll showcase Rhea at some point on one of Raw or SmackDown as part of this build, right? Because you want to get people invested. Um, I think she's incredible. I think her uh, kind of, it feels like every woman in NXT goes through this where they come in as whatever you look like the moment you sign or wherever you're from, that's your gimmick until we figure something out. Yeah. Like the prime example being Becky Lynch, right? When she came in, she came like when she came into the brand like or debuted on TV, I should say. Uh, yeah, we were playing the Celtic music in the background and she was step dancing her way to the ring in a plaid skirt. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, she then kind of transforms into smiley, bubbly baby face. And then we add the steampunk layer to it. And then it all kind of evolved to what it is today. You think about Rio when she came in, she's this tall, beautiful Australian blonde hair, hacky, happy, perky, whatever to this. <laughs> to something quite different. Right. <laughs> Which is still very, you know, the best gimmicks in wrestling are you take the things uh, the performer loves and is as part of it, and you just turn the knob to eleven on it because they can, that's what oh, they can yeah. be, right? And so that's I mean, this, this is super, like, yeah. Um, so I think this guy is still delivered for her. But yeah, I still the whole. I just I still. I feel like I talk about this every week and I probably do. And I'm sure someone will tweet me about it, but I'll be sure to. Thanks, man. I, there's I, the whole EST gimmick thing. It just doesn't work for me. It doesn't appeal to me. There's nothing about it. I like Bianca Belair is incredibly talented in the ring. She's incredibly athletic. She can work her, her entire in ring performance. I never will complain about Absolutely. But everything but else around it, it just, it, it's just, maybe it's just not for me. I, I mean, it's, it's, that's it's not fine. Just you. Well, no, I mean, she's, she's hella over. Like, well, I'm saying, like, I'm, I'm also in the kind of same boat where, like, I don't know, it just doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. Cocky as a baby face to me just doesn't work. And I think that's yeah. what it is here with, with, with the whole and the whole and she never got to use her hair as a weapon in this match thank god and i actually haven't seen that happen in a while um but i hate JC, that i think i'm gonna burst your bubble and say i'm pretty sure she either used it i'm i may be wrong but i think she did use it she, either in the match or at least on this week's NXT. she may probably this week because i i did i was watching for it she she grabbed it a few times and went to use it but always get shut down before it before she got to use it on yeah and I'm, I'm uh, every time I see that happen, I'm like, guys, it's just hair. Like, what's going on? I, I don't, I, like, I, I don't understand if that. You're, if you're going to use that gimmick, like to me, that's a heel gimmick, right? Because she can load that hair. Yeah. Right. She could put, uh, you could always say she put a steel rod or whatever into it, right? Like people used to do with, you know, in the toe of their boots or whatever back in the day, and load it, right? Or just pull a Daniel Bryan with Nexus and just choke people out. Become a heel. Justin Roberts. Justin Roberts just shivered somewhere because you said that. 
I just the the hair gimmick is con like I I just don't understand. I I don't want to say it's confusing. I mean, I understand her gimmick. I'm just to me, just meh. Just so meh on it. She'd be great as a heel like that. If she was a heel and she's like this, I probably wouldn't complain, honestly. Yeah, I, I, I definitely get more heel vibes from her, yeah. but at the same time, she's kind of being pushed as a baby face. And... Yeah, which I also think like her natural personality definitely leans her more towards the baby. So like, I want to like her. I just don't. Yeah. Um, another another good match on the show. Solidly worked. Yeah. Oh, give them a few more minutes. Shave some off the Balor Gargano match and give the women's single title match some time, please. Yeah, the fact that the title match didn't even make it to fifteen is yeah something. I mean, it's I don't know this. I mean, this match too was I. I read a lot. Of, I saw a lot online. People saying it was better than they thought it was going to be. I mean, I saw this match a little over a year ago here in Durham and it was a banger. Yeah. So I knew this match would be fine. But, I mean, like you said, you've got two great workers in there. Yeah. Why not make it a little longer? Exactly. Uh, then we had the NXT tag team championship match. The Broser weights capture the titles from the undisputed era. I still love the Broser weight so much. I love everything about it. I'm, I've always it's, loved the odd man pair tag teams. It's the wrestling's odd couple. It's hilarious. Yeah. I love it. And you always need you need that every once in a while. Like we don't have to do that every Dusty, and we kind of do, but we don't need to do it every one. And it, it it gave a really good place for Matt Riddle because every time I've watched NXT, he's been floating. Yeah. He hasn't really been given any title opportunities. Well, and they've kind of they kind of put Pete Dunn in that position. Like, yeah, like he, he had the He had his UK run. And then he I guess he he had a match for the NXT championship a couple months ago, yeah. I think. But I mean he's one may of have the, been around more games, but Yeah, I think it, it was. So well. But I mean, he—he's one of those guys that's always going to be over with the NXT crowd. So you, you, I mean, and no one's ever going to be on the top of the mountain the entire time, which is fine because that keeps the product fresh. Uh, and so this was a good, this was a good place to put both of them because Riddle was definitely on the way up. Pete Dunn is Pete Dunn. Um, yeah, and I mean, Riddle needed a place, and we did not. We did not need to start this match with the how much fish could Bobby Fish fry if Bobby Fish could fry fish thing. Like, I'm done with that already. It was a great one-liner that that one night. We don't need it anymore. We didn't need to make t-shirts. And nobody chanted it. They were, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. That arena would might as well have just been silent. Yeah. I mean, that arena was, was hot the whole show, but I think everyone was like, this, this thing. Yeah, that... Like when your dad tells like a really bad joke, it's kind of how it felt. Just, like, oh, just, stick, just stick to Riddle and Dunn making we're gonna smoke you jokes, and we're fine. That's all we need. Um, sixteen minutes and fifty eight seconds for this match. I think that was the perfect amount of time. Uh, I liked the spot where 
Riddle almost got hit with the spear and done, you know, done realized it. And we got the, the near fall off of that. That was kind of cool. Um, but it was just, it was, this was a really fast paced match that, re- that relied on a lot of double team stuff, which sometimes, yeah. sometimes I think is overused. I think it was perfect for this match. Yeah, I think I could have done with like one fewer double submission thing. But other than that, I mean, this match was phenomenal. I really, I don't know. I love the Browser Wades. I think, you know, the Undisputed Era, they're, they're all kind of heels, I guess. Sort of. At least that's how they feel to me. But the, like, all, all four of these guys? Uh, not all of them. I think, I guess Fish and O'Reilly are probably. Oh, yeah. I mean, not. They certainly are the heels. Oh, really? I, I don't know. Because I don't, I don't get that sense from. I don't know. Uh, maybe I just don't. I don't know. But it didn't really feel like baby faces triumphing over heels. I just felt like the browser weights were so. I don't know. They just kind of rode a huge wave into that match. And it kind of ended perfectly. I don't know, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, done hitting that insecurity to win in the end. Oh, it was perfect. I also thought that I was waiting for a bigger kind of finish and then it just ended. I was like, oh, okay. Which was kind of nice given the 800 false finishes in every other match. And I, I mean, you need that sometimes, right? Like it's that unexpected surprise of how a match would end, right? I mean, if you watch UFC, you watch boxing, one good shot, it's a done. Yeah. So, so I do like that. Man, I just this tag team. It just it combines two performers that I really enjoyed as solo yeah. wrestlers and put them in a tag team, and I don't know, I like I liked it a lot. Great match. Yes. So then we had the main event where Adam Cole, baby, defeated Tommaso Ciampa to retain his NXT championship in 33 minutes and 23 seconds. Thanks to Johnny Gargano. The Undisputed Era tried to help Cole, failed miserably. They did. Yeah. I thought that, I thought, I think the whole interference at the end ran a little long. Like undisputed year could have run out. It could have been a quick thing. And then we do the, the Gargano hitting Ciampa with the belt end. I feel like that we could have shaved down a little bit. Kind of ruined the yeah. pace of that match. Cause that match was so wild. This is the match where I will complain about there just being too many false finishes. The crowd was, was eating up every one of them. I don't want to take away from that. Um, True. But there comes a point in time where it's like, all right, we know you're just doing, you're just doing false finishes to do false finishes. So you're just damaging this move or this finisher in the long term. Yeah. And, but I, I mean, I will say, you know, with each false finish, everyone's like, Oh God, like either Cole's going to win. And, you know, p- there were people that wanted Cole to win, but a lot of people were kind of riding the Champa wave a little bit. Um, Cause I mean, 
feel like he's come really close a couple times and they had to I don't know, after war games you kind of got the sense that he he was going to take that title at some point and yeah thanks to John uh, well, and everyone's so invested in Ciampa I mean he got that natural kind of baby face push upon return because we don't know he was coming back from what was almost probably should have been a career ending in- injury what, what was it like a neck he had a injury or something? double fusion I can't remember exactly where in the neck but yeah um so you know he gets that you always look at these massive heels when they get injured and of course as fans we all respect them we boo them because they're good at their jobs <laughs> yeah. um you know you look at where when Triple H came back and whenever that was that MSG return where he entered into the rumble that he won. Uh, and you know, he'd been, he'd been, no, it was earlier than that. I feel like I want to say 2000, maybe 2001, but anyway, can't remember off the top. I can see the entire video in my head, that entire moment. I mean, it comes off of being a huge heel. He comes back into MSG to, I mean, the entire place erupting and cheering for him. So, yeah. So they've done, they've done well with that. Um, I should have expected Gargano attacking him, but I didn't. As soon as it happened, I was like, why didn't I see this? Like, why didn't I know this was coming? And I should have predict, I should have known based on the outcome of the Balor Gargano match. But true. Yeah, it definitely set up that match kind of set up like a bitter Johnny. Right. So I'm interested. Again, I haven't watched the NXT from this week, so I'm interested to go back and watch that to see how it is kind of played out. I actually might just do that when we get done doing the show tonight. Um, true. But it was, I mean, we knew this would be the, the match of the night and it was without a doubt. So what do what do all these matches set up for the future? I mean, I know we talked that you know it's more than likely going to be Rhea Charlotte. Um, at WrestleMania. Yeah, the yeah, right. So, and, and Rhea Ripley did say she's not opposed to defending the match or defending the title Saturday night and Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's wise, in case she gets injured. Yeah. <laughs> like. You don't want to ruin part of WrestleMania. Yeah. For that. Um, I, I don't think you do it. I think you can. I mean, you can absolutely have a takeover without the women's championship, uh, especially when it's going to be defended the next day on the grandest stage of the Mel. Um, yeah. I don't know for the NXT championship, if you shoot a triple threat angle, anything like that. I think that's a possibility have a call because Chiampa gets to go, I got screwed. Which is something he would never say. Like, that's not in his character. But uh, you could see Regal or something making that point. Um, Cole's still a fat piece of shit, so he can do whatever he wants. (laughs) (laughs) But who's the the third then? Would it it be Finn or Johnny? Uh, Johnny. I don't know what you do with Finn right now. Um, 
I mean, you could do you could do a fatal four way. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where you put Finn. I think you could even position Finn against Keith Lee at this point. Mm, that's true. Um, usually, the I mean, I expect the North American Championship match to be some multi man cluster, like a ladder match or yeah, something. Especially now that, especially now that Dream's back. Well, it'll be Dream and uh, uh, Roderick Strong and his shitty little boots one on one. Oh, those boots. Shitty little boots. That's my favorite PWG channel of all time. I can't not see him without hearing that in my head every time. Thanks, Rosita. You ruined part of my life. <laughs> but what, so now, since, you know, obviously Undisputed Era lost their tag titles, and from what it looks like, Grizzled Young Veterans is staying in NXT for a yeah, while. Yeah, I did, I did see some tweets and things about I guess they had a bunch of tag team challengers step up which is good because the the NXT tag team division has been kind of weak lately yeah I mean like undisputed Eras carried it um I would still where the they moved to raw so that was the only other real tag team I mean yeah I would still love to see uh Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch win it I haven't seen them in a while um Grizzled young vets. That just means I have to listen to that scouse idiot run his mouth more. <laughs> my my hatred for him goes way back to his progress days, my friend. Well, I mean that'll that'll give you at least a couple more podcasts worth of content. Uh, so yeah. there you go. Just what we need more content. <laughs> <laughs> more wrestling. Yeah. Um. Dakota Kai Tegan Knox. Uh, obviously continues with the with the Raquel Gonzalez stuff included. Um, I don't know. Part of it, I'm like, I don't know. I need to watch Raw. I need to watch. I need to watch NXT from this week. <laughs> I mean, there's yeah, there, there's options. Should. I think. I mean, I think your 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 top kind of piece is laid out, right? But. We'll see. I don't know. It'll be interesting. As long as they give me all of the Keith Lee matches, I'm I'm set. Put Keith Lee in a ladder match. Give me a multi-man ladder match with the NXT North American Champion, which I realize is it seems like it's the shtick every year for this title at Mania for the entire two years it's existed until this one. <laughs> but but Keith Lee in a ladder match would be. I feel like I've seen that would it. be a match of the year candidate for sure. Yeah, I feel like I've seen it. A time or two before and loved it. I gotta look at Profile DB again here. Let's see. No, maybe no, because I know we totally didn't do one in Evolve. I don't think. I'm looking. Still looking. Take your time, man. You know, this is good content. Dead airs. Dead airs the best. I could just. I. I mean, I could talk about Keith Lee all day if you want me to. I feel like we do that a lot. Good because he deserves you know, it. Like He's Tom the best. And I do that plenty. Yeah, uh, I don't. I, you all need to bask in his glory. Yeah. <laughs> oh, any other closing thoughts about Takeover Portland or anything like that? I mean, you know, obviously, I'm still pretty new to this whole wrestling thing, and like you said, I'm not 
jaded and cynical about it at all. It's like stay that way. Life's I way will better. Do my very best. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was. It was great. I. I think it's probably been my favorite takeover that I've seen. Um, uh, certainly in the span of time since you've been watching it is. Yeah. And I mean, but every takeover has been great. And so that's yeah. what's that's good about it is like, this one was just better. Yeah. It was entertaining. It built a lot of really great storylines. I'm even going to say great here. Ooh. Cause I mean, I, I think you could take the sort of heal Johnny and kind of run with it. Um, yeah. I mean, Brozerweights is going to be great for content, no matter what. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't last much longer, though. Fantastic. Yeah, it doesn't, but at least, you know, for a little while, it's going to be pretty great content. Yep. Um, I do want to... Yeah. I do want to suggest to you, as a new fan, uh, and to everyone listening... Too. I have watched the first two episodes of the Ruthless Ad- Aggression documentary on the network that they're doing, uh, which this is. So the Ruthless Aggression period, Matt, is the era directly after the Attitude Era kind of ends. OK, so it's it's the it the easiest way to define it is like the John Cena era. Of him okay. being on top, right? Like yeah. that's kind of his debut and all that. And this, the first episode kind of goes into here's what happened between the end of the attitude era. And when ruthless aggression begins, like the failed invasion, then the, the WCW stars that, that finally come over once their AOL time order contracts is buyer come in, but that doesn't last too long. And then we go into ruthless aggression. The first episode lays out that gap of time. Gotcha. And then the second episode is all about Cena. Which is right. Which 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 I mean is such a huge defining thing. This is, of course, the WWE writing their own history, which they have a certain amount of retconning they do whenever this happens. Including uh, they do discuss that when they changed from WWF to WWE because they wanted to change the company. No, it's because you got sued by the panda people. Like, just say that which I'm sure they can't, but yeah, we all know what happened. They're like, yeah, it was good. It was a big change in attitude for the company. And that's why we decided, no, no, you didn't decide to do it. You were ordered by the courts to do it. Cause you opened <laughs> up a, cause you opened up a website in the UK. All right. hundred percent. What happened? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's still worth a watch. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to check it out. Cause I mean, yeah, it's really, John Cena was a lot of, I mean, I had friends that watched wrestling, when I was when I was a boy, <laughs> and I don't know, they were just obsessed with Cena. I was like, you got to yeah. check out John Cena. I mean, and I, and he's such a, he is you know he is a tentpole piece of this company, and will always be for his contributions and everything. And it's there are a lot of interviews with him, and he does talk about how after he debuted, everything kind of fell apart for him before the doctor of thumb and thugonomics thing started and his meteoric rise began true uh and which, which is you know which, we can leave out his movies uh there is there is marine talk in this oh. <laughs> well yes so watch that 
if you get some free time out there, people, before WrestleMania gets here and we all die. Just go into a cave for like a week. Yeah. Oh, all right. I think that's where we get out of here, right? Don't you think? Something like that, man. It has been a pleasure. It has. So, uh, Matt, tell the people where they can find you on the internet. Um, they can find me on the internet at Kane's Prospects on Twitter. That's probably the best place to find me because it's the only place where Kane's Twitter is not on my feed. There you go. <laughs> so. That's uh, typically where I'm at. So if people if people care about the Carolina Hurricanes and want to know about the future of the team, that's the best way to go. Otherwise, you can find snarky tweets at Kane's Netfront. Yeah, there's a theme. That's his. That's his uh, NXT account. Uh, something like Just that. Yeah. That yeah. Uh, you can find me on the internet at JC Bobbit at JC B O B B I T T wherever finer social media is pervade. You can find the show on Twitter at Cheaters and VR Pin. You can find us on Instagram at Cheaters Never Pin. Uh, you can find us on Facebook cheaters never pin give us a big blue thumbs up and tell us how much you like us uh thanks as always to our sponsor anchor uh download download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm transfer your podcast over there today or start a new one uh and if you want to if you want to be a sponsor of this podcast you can if you want your business sponsor it just message me um or if if you want to directly support us every month uh you can go to our website at anchor.fm slash cheaters never pin and uh, kick a few cents to the cause every month, and we greatly appreciate that too. So I think it's time to get out of here until next week. I'm JC. I'm new Tom. <laughs> and we'll catch you on the flip side.